These are some crazy times. Got your vice, I got mine. Some people choose to smoke and drink. I choose to spit these rhymes. Just trying to make it through. Batman's guy just won't do. Just need a hero to cut through all the noise that we have too. To the ladies and all the gentlemen. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, my friends. See Van Dan wildin' out. Best podcast all around. Let's make some noise for the heroes of noise. Everybody, let's scream and shout. All right, man. We got to talk. <laughs> okay. Yeah, G. Okay. Before you go, before you go into this, mm-hmm. let me tell you that this is the longest conversation on this specific subject I have ever had in my life with anyone. Go for it. I don't even know why these things happen to me. <laughs> and you know, I'm not like a, I'm not, I don't have a lot of religion. I, I'm not a superstitious person, but it's so funny. I will just say that. I believe that this is happening for a reason. That's the that's the only thing I can think of because this shit's just so stupid. What am I talking about? Hi everyone, welcome to welcome to Patreon. This is so funny, Steve. I'm going to tell you a story. I know you know some Please. of this, but I'm going to tell you. I can. People. I would love to start at the beginning. I right. would love it. Okay. Well, has to do with the outback, and you know that uh, I wanted to put a trailer hitch on my outback for the purposes of cycling and absolutely taking my daughter to Davis and whatnot. Right. So before you go forward, mm-hmm. you see how simple this starts, right. ladies and gentlemen, what he just said is normally a thing. We're like, Oh, that should be an hour of a thing to go do. It should be, Hey Steve, guess what I did yesterday? Bingo! I went to this place and I handed them some <laughs> money and then they did a service for me and then I left. And now I'm telling you about it. That's how things should go. Consider that and watch what happens now. <laughs> so, and I'm going to say the company, <laughs> goddammit. I'm going to tell you right now, fuck U-Haul, okay? <laughs> just, just right off the bat, I want to say, fuck U-Haul forever and ever, okay? <laughs> so check this out. Now, I'm a pretty understanding person when it comes oh, to- dude. To- Dude. Um, Anything. Being run through the ring or being inconvenienced. I'm usually not one to be a, I hate the term, but I'm not one to Karen up on you. No, I'm no. not one to ask for the manager. Nope. Um, I might say, I might bitch about it on the way home and say, I should have done this, but usually I'm just like, you know what? It's not worth it. I don't, I don't yes. want to do that. Well, I actually got a manager involved this time. So let me explain. So about six to eight weeks ago, uh-huh. I knew I needed this trailer hitch. Like, and I was looking around and I wanted to know, like, like I look, I went on the forums for Subaru and I'm like, mm-hmm. what is the best trailer or at least the best reasonably priced trailer hits to get? Yes. And a few people had thrown out the name U-Haul. So I went, mm-hmm. I said, okay, cool. But what I'm going to do first is I'm going to check with Subaru, the dealership. And anyone knows that gets anything from a dealership. It is so overpriced. Oh, yes. So overpriced. Yes. However, sometimes maybe it's better than just to just take it in the chops and just spend the money. And then- you don't have to worry about it. I'll explain prices in just a little bit, but let's get back to U-Haul. So I decided that I was going to go ahead and, and check out U-Haul. And I did a little bit of research on it. Admittedly, not a lot of research, but in my little Subaru groups, there were people that were happy with it. Now, one of the drawbacks with having a U-Haul trailer hitch versus an OEM you know, from, from Subaru or from your whatever car, their dealership is that the the Subaru one, the one I'm speaking of, it's actually like flush with the bumper. So that way you don't lose any ground clearance. You know what I'm saying? So, Steve, you've seen my car. It almost looks like it's raised already. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, and so I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have that extra clearance, but I don't want to lose it because it's one of the things that the car is sort of popular for. Right. So 
anyway, I was going to go ahead and do it because when I called the dealership, I asked how much to do this. What do you think they told me? Um, I mean, if it's going, I know how much a uh, U-Haul was, so I would imagine it's five pushing six. $850. That is a lot of freaking money, dude. That's a, that's pretty much a thousand dollars. That's, let's just say a thousand dollars. Yeah, it's a thousand. So U-Haul told me that they would do it for $350 plus tax. And I'm like, that's not a thousand. Sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> but the, sure? like I said, the, the drawback with, um, Subaru is that they use their proprietary OEM hitch but and they have to cut out your bumper a little bit but they do it professionally it looks like it's supposed to be that way but again it's almost a thousand dollars so i'm going with u-haul so let's go back again six to eight weeks i go in there i said i want to get a trailer hitch sir what can you do for me and the manager chris if you live in fresno uh, (laughs) was uh, like he's like listen um because of covid and at that point i'm like okay that makes sense because people were using because of covid for like 15 months right and now we're not there anymore. He said, but it's going to take probably six to eight weeks, whatever it was, to get this part here. So how's July 2nd look? And I said, July 2nd looks groovy. I can do that. That's totally fine. I'm not doing anything with this right now. Let's let's set it up. Perfect. So along comes July 2nd. Now, by the way, we were supposed to record on July 2nd. Uh-huh. And what how this was supposed to work was I was supposed to get up in the morning. I was going to take my car to U-Haul, get a ride back, record the show, pick my car up after it was done. As it went, I went in the day before just to check. Something just told me you should go in and check. You haven't received a phone call, an email, anything. Go and see, you know, like, what's up? So I walk in and there he is, the manager, Chris. And I, I sit down with him and he's like, he's one of those guys that you, you've done this. I know you've experienced this. You go into a store. I'm talking to everyone. You go into a store or better yet, maybe DMV or like some state department, something like that. You go in and you're like trying to talk to the person, but the person is staring at the computer for like an unusual amount of time, mm-hmm. not talking. And you're like, what the fuck could you be possibly be looking at? This was Chris. And he was just staring. And finally he looks up at me and he goes, okay, so the part, remember this is, I'm supposed to have this done the morning of the second. I'm there on the first trying to line things up. The part is uh, on its way and it will be there. It will be there by the end of the day. That's what he said. It'll okay. be there by the end of the day. So it shouldn't be a problem. I said, all right, cool. So here comes eight o'clock. Eight o'clock comes around. That's my time. I'm supposed to be there. I'm waiting in this long ass line and it's unfortunate, but much like a lot of places in this country right now, they don't have anybody to work for them. So it's even worse. Not to mention that it's also super unprofessional because, you know, again, a lot of people don't want to work and the people that do come in sometimes, maybe not the, the, the top tier of people. And all of these people are just unprofessional. They're unprofesh, Steve. I know you like when I say stuff like that. <laughs> so I show up that morning and he says, okay, well, the part didn't come in. And, uh, but it's supposed to be, it's on the truck now. I see that it's on the truck for end oh, of day. Oh boy. Let's go back for just a second. I should have said on the first, oh, well, I wish you guys would have given me a call because I had the day off. I took time off from work to get this done. I didn't say any of that, but I should have gotten a courtesy call. I don't understand in what world we live in where a manager of a certain department doesn't go and look at like the next day and go, okay, what's on deck for tomorrow? Do we have the parts? Oh, this part's not in. Perhaps I should call the customer yeah, and let them know, hey, there's a delay in which this customer, meaning me, would be like, oh, I get it. Life happens. Thank you for the heads up. We can always reschedule. I'm in no rush for it, right? Because that's what normal people would do, right? That's, that's, that's what I did, but this is what happens. So I said, okay, 
he said the part should be in. It could be in at any time. He's going to be two at the latest, but it could be one of those things where, you know, I know you've been waiting for this part. He's, he's making it sound good. He's like, you've been waiting for this part. If you allow me to call you and you just come right over real quick, I can get this done for you today, which leads me back to Friday, us not recording. I told Steve, I said, this is a situation I might much like he had to leave with his AC, his, his leak yeah. in his roof. I was thinking that I'm probably going to have to do the same thing. Let's not do it. We'll just do it this weekend. So that's why you didn't get a Patreon show. And that's why the other show was late. So he's, I said, okay, sure. Why not? I'll, I'll, you know, two o'clock's the latest. You can still do it. Let's do it. Thinking it was going to be earlier. The, the call never came. Right. So I, you can't call U-Haul. Like it says, please hold and we'll give you our next available agent. But they Aye. never pick up. Aye. I have done this multiple times in the last six to eight weeks because I've been trying to get this problem sorted out ahead of time. I just had a feeling. You know what I mean? Yes, of course. So I was unable to call them. So I had to go all the way back down again. I said, okay, well, I'll give them till two. Why not? I go over there. He's like, oh, yeah, the, the part didn't come in. It's going to be in tomorrow. I'm like, ha, ha. Right. Which is when I called you. But uh, I said, okay, man. I said, I really wish someone would have given me a call on this, but okay, fine. I have the weekend off. Saturday's my day of just kind of running around. What time you need me here? He says, there's nobody. He look, he does though. I'm going to stare at the screen for another five. Of course he does. Mm-hmm. And then he goes there. This is the, this is the important part. There is no one on our schedule tomorrow. So if you drop your car off at eight o'clock, it should take us about two and a half hours max to get it done. Just show up eight in the uh, morning. Yes. Drop it off. Jesus, dude. He could actually, I could have done it at seven, but I said, that's crazy talk. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I said, okay, yeah, eight o'clock is fine. I will be there. He says, I have no one else on the schedule. It's the 4th of July or no, no, I'm sorry. It wasn't the 4th of July. Today's the 4th of July. Anyway, it's 4th of July weekend. And I but said, mind okay. you, why did you, t- you didn't tell them because uh, I was saying, Hey, get your money back. Well, the thing is, is that I didn't pay. I didn't pay in full. It was like, I know, but you were saying, I want a freaking refund. Oh yeah. Right. And there's a reason that you didn't get that refund and it was because they offered you something. Oh no. Cause a lot of people are like, why did you just get your, Oh, we're not there. We're not there yet, Steve. Oh my gosh. No, no, no. Cause then it goes into Saturday. So I get there on Saturday morning. This is what I was just about to say. Show up at eight o'clock in the morning. We'll, we'll oh, that's for Saturday. Okay. For Saturday. Good. Okay. Yeah, first okay. day was Friday. Now we're in Saturday. I show up at eight o'clock in the morning. I wait in this ridiculous line when I should have already been checked in. Right. That's the other thing you should do. You can, you can check in <laughs> online. People, it doesn't work. Don't even bother checking in online. They don't give a fuck. They are it. trash. They are trash. <laughs> so I get there. So when I pull up. I see a Jeep backed into where my car is supposed to be. Because remember, Chris, the manager said, there is no one on schedule. Okay. Hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I don't even give a fuck. I got things to do today. Yeah. They said they're going to handle it. They said two and a half hours. I had it planned out where like Gail and I went shopping and we did this stuff. And I said, let's, you know, now we should probably go over there. The car should be done. Okay. So that's what we were doing throughout the day. And they told me this car is going to be, it'll be done. I pull up. It's now like I dropped it off at eight. It is probably two in the afternoon. Oh my God, dude. The fucking Jeep is still. Oh my God. The, the Jeep that wasn't supposed to be there in the first place is still in the garage. I'm like, motherfuckers, but okay, whatever. Closing time's not till like seven, whatever. So I go in and, um, I, oh no, I, I go into the garage actually. And the guy that's working there and I hate to be mean, but. 
he doesn't look like he's got too many like uh, branches on his family tree. Oh boy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it didn't help that he was just completely covered in, in grease. You know, <laughs> that always makes it a little bit worse. But he just he just wasn't the brightest bulb in the batch. And I just said, hey, you know, blah blah. I'm supposed to be here at this time. He says, oh yeah, and he starts telling me the entire reason of why this car that shouldn't be there anyway is keeping him from doing my car. And he's like, well, that's neither here nor there. I said, yeah, it's not. I said, so here's the thing. Can you do this? He's like, tell you what, I'm sorry. Bring the car back in like, if you can give me like two hours, I will get this done for you. I'll just stay late and I'll do it. I said, okay, fine. I come back a couple hours later. The fucking Jeep is still there. Oh, I I know when you drove up and saw the Jeep, you were like, like, this motherfucker. (laughs) So, but here's the deal. Shit happens, right? Yes. Where was my courtesy call? Why didn't that guy say, hey, I just told this fool to be here in a couple hours. Maybe I should go to the desk, look his phone number up and say, hey, man, it's not going to happen. I'm sorry that I that I misquoted whatever. Right. Not the case. So he tells me he goes, uh, he goes, uh, he says, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm kind of changing it. I apologize because there's so many times that I've been to this place, including today. I actually kind of gave you a fictitious one. I call he called me and said, the car is not going to get done today. That's what it was. I apologize. I don't mean to throw any, any kind of like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Any, yeah. Anything false. On you it, just get mixed I'm, up. I'm, yeah. I'm mixed up. because I've been there so many goddamn times. He calls me, says this car is not going to be done today. And I go, this is ridiculous, man. This is this is crazy. And I'm not trying to be like, I understand that, that you're not the only moving part to this. Yeah. But this is crazy. I said, I said, can you do this? He's like, well, you know, I. I I said, you said that you were going to do this and stay late, remember? Yeah, but I just don't think I can do that. So I said, tell you what, I'm going to come down. I'm going to get a refund. Okay. Yeah, you were like, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. done. So I go there and uh, I go and I have to wait another freaking line, right? Now, this is a completely different thing, but just to show you the level of, of unprofessionalism at this joint. This is, and for locals, this is U-Haul on Blackstone and Bullard. Avoid this fucking place. Like, even if it's like you're next door and you got to move tomorrow, go down the street. Go to a different place. Uh-huh. They're not equipped. So there is these, um, okay, you've seen this person too. And she was doing the thing, much like the other guy, where they're just staring at the screen, not answering. And they love to say this with, it's just a little bit of happiness in their voice. Well, unfortunately, we don't have... They're that person. You know what I'm talking about? The one that loves yes. him, unfortunately, and never gives you good news. It was yes. this chick. And I've seen her over the course of a couple of days just being that shitty of a, of a clerk, whatever you want to call it. And I'm just thinking to myself, because I observe these things as a former manager, I just, I know like, oh, I would have corrected that. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. So there's this woman that is working there that uh, she's handling the outside stuff. Kind of like a rugged woman. She's got like dreadlocks and shit. And um, she just looks like she's, not that the dreadlocks matter, but she had a certain look about her that made me think, wow, you've seen some shit. You know what Been I'm saying? Been there, done that. Oh, for yeah. sure. She's this white woman and she just had these like crazy ass dreadlocks. Like they were big and her, the look on her face, you could tell like you're not as old as you look. You've just seen yes. some shit. But anyway, super nice, right? And she comes up to me and she says, sir, have you been helped? And I go, oh, I'm just here for a refund. At that point, the lady that's mis- misunfortunately looks up and like everyone kind of springs into action. She, Cause I think they thought that I was going to go down and just completely be a dick. Right. So she's like, Oh, okay. Oh no, no, no. Uh, um, I, I got this, this one here. She's like, okay, well this guy says he needs a refund. She's like, you just go outside, just go outside. She tells the lady that was, trying and I, the lady's like, fuck you. As she's walking, I hear, I hear her mumble something, fuck something or other to herself. As she's walking out, I'm like, this place is a joke, man. Dude. So, 
they go and get the the guy, the mechanic, and he comes out to me. He's like, hey, man, I'm just I'm really sorry about all this. And this is where I just straight go into like a professional version of caring mode. I just I just I told him, I go, dude, I am not trying to be this person. I am not this person. But what the fuck? You guys. You've missed like three opportunities to give me a courtesy call. Is it that freaking hard to do that? Like, do you not have anyone? He's like, well, to be honest, I'm kind of new here and I'm new at this. So uh, you've, you've, you've given me some, you've really, you've taught me something. I should probably uh, put that into like my regular daily thing. Oh, I'm not trying to hear that. He goes, goes, you've taught me something. I go, oh, great. So we both learned something then. Yes. That's what I told him. (laughs) And I go, so what what are you going to do? He's like, well, I I just, uh, I don't know. I said, okay. I'm ready to get my refund right now, man. This is fucking ridiculous. I said, you've, and then this is where you kind of have to make them feel a little bit bad. Yes. I kind of, you know, I said, you ruined my weekend. I needed my, my hitch for, I was going to do A, B and C. And now I can't do any of this. I said, you've cost me work time. You've cost me mileage. You've wasted hours of my time. Uh huh. This is ridiculous. I said, so if you want me to stay here and, and by the way, I was always a little on the fence with this trailer hitch. So I'll explain why, but I mean, if you want me to stay here, we got to do something. You need to get your manager on the phone right now. Cause he was like, I asked for the manager and he's like, Oh, he's not here. I said, you need to get your manager on the phone mm-hmm. and we're going to have a conversation about this. I said, again, I'm trying to tell you, I am not this kind of person. I am not trying to raise hell in your store. I'm not trying to create a scene, but this is absolutely ridiculous. So long story short, they offered me $150 off, which was the labor. So it came out to like 194. <laughs> Keep in mind, 850 at Subaru, right? Still a lot of money. Yes. Still a lot. So he goes, okay, listen, um, this is the mechanic. He says, if you get it's, he's like, we're open on the fourth. He says, I know this is an inconvenience, but if you want, go ahead and come by at, at seven. If you want, you can come by at seven in the morning and I will do this for you. I, I, I said, you got nobody on. He's like, we don't, it's the holiday, but I will stay. <laughs> and I said, okay, all right. And I thought about it and this is, and I just go, okay, well, I'm saying it's cheap. You know what? Why the hell? This is the last chance. Why not? And that, this yeah. is a shame. But this is a shame on me at this point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is a shame on me. I should have just done what I, what's happening. Yes, dude. So now remember, I cooked last night. Like uh-huh. I cooked literally all, all night. night. All literally up all night doing a pork shoulder. So I'm up. I'm thinking, okay, cool. I'm gonna be drowsy as hell. But I will just get up at like six thirty in the morning and get Gail. She'll follow me. Which I had to wake sucks. her up. Yeah. And we'll go and drop the car off at seven in the morning, just like they asked. We pull up and it's a fucking ghost town. This oh, Dan. specifically told me seven o'clock in the morning. They don't open till nine o'clock, Steve. Are you kidding me? And the manager was on the phone when he said, come in at seven o'clock. Oh my God. Do you understand how mad I would be, dude? Yeah, I do, Steve. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really do. So I'm just at the oh. point now where like, there was that Dan Ramirez thing in me that was like, well, I'm going to go back in there and see if I can get more of a discount and everything. And then I, and then, the, and then the reasonable Dan kicked in logical Dan kicked in and said, okay, you've had nothing but bad experiences <laughs> with this place. Like four or five yes, individually dude. bad experiences, all based on the same thing. You have come face to face with the quote unquote mechanic that is going to be working on your brand new car who incidentally was having trouble with the jeep that i was talking about because he couldn't figure quote unquote figure out the wiring oh hell no dude no i'm like what are you doing and then i started going on reddit and i was looking at like uh, you know just different forums of you know should i get a u-haul trailer excuse me u-haul hitch or you know oem whatever and 
this seems to be a repetitive problem with U-Haul. Oh boy. And you know, I'm not going to get into the whole cosmetics part of it, but it just, it doesn't even really look that great. It's just a cheap trailer hitch. Now yeah. I'm not going to be using a trailer hitch all the time, but I have a nice car. I'm proud of my car. I don't want it looking kind of jank. Hell no. Now, if you were to like look up U-Haul trailer hitch Subaru Outback, the other thing that got me about, it, I probably could have gotten used to like the lower clearance because it does drop it by about three inches, maybe three and a half inches, which is fairly significant. That's a big drop, dude. It is. Especially when the trailer hitch that I'm talking about, the OEM one, which is way more expensive, comes out of the bumper. So you don't lose any ground, any ground clearance whatsoever. Yeah, it's a big deal. And the worst part about it is there is a I was looking at this, too. There is a decal that comes on the hitch itself that says U-Haul. Big ass U-Haul. Oh, thing. no, 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 dude. And no. It's a bitch to get off. Like they were like, you know, I've had I was reading all these things like, yeah, you can use a, a heat gun, but it took me a long time. I'm like, man, here's the thing. If I would have gone there and got this thing, went through all the bullshit and let them just, yeah, because I got a discount. Now I'm going to be annoyed and constantly reminded of this stupid ordeal by Absolutely. looking at that god awful U-Haul sticker that's three to four inches below my car now that's causing Hell, and it makes your car, like your car is nice. You want a U-Haul sticker on I the mean, bottom? I mean, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, I'm not trying to sound like like that guy or anything, but yes, my car is pretty fucking nice. Like, I, I spent some money on it. I mm-hmm. did a lot of research on it. You saw it. I keep it yep. clean as shit. I'm very proud of this car. Yes. And I was like, I kept saying it to myself. You're going to just, you're going to get bugged. It would be like if I was looking for a new microphone and I wanted to get like a sure SM seven B, but I ended up going with like a cheaper one. That's kind of like it, but has these drawbacks. And I start experiencing the drawbacks. I'm going to be pissed that I didn't buy that. Hell yeah, you will. So I'm just like, I can't do this, man. And my brain kept saying, don't do it. Don't do it. But then when I got home and I was like, um, you know, come from this morning and I'm just like laying there and I'm like, I'm going to try and catch a little bit of sleep before I go back. Like I'm trying to think, I'm trying to talk myself into going back, which I didn't do. And, um, I just started reading more forums and they're like, I've had nothing but trouble with U-Haul. They got my wiring messed up. It's still messed up. Go OEM, always go OEM or do it yourself. Now I'm not a mechanic, so I'm not going to, yeah, you're not trying new. to weld stuff. I'm not trying to weld or cut my bumper up. I've watched a few YouTube videos out of curiosity. And this one dude was like, I haven't had one scratch on this thing. I did it. I did it myself. But now this scratch is going to be bugging the hell out of me when I should have just taken it to the dealer. I'm nope. Like, oh. And the nope. thing is, he's like, but he's all, but the dealer can make scratches too. Yes, that's true, man. But I'm under warranty. They would Bingo. fix that shit. And so, also, even though they can, you did this one. Yeah, hypothetically, exactly. in an, another universe, they could have done this. Yeah. But in this universe, you did it. Uh huh. So I just decided that I'm going to hold off. But I think I'm just going to end up biting the bullet, dude. There we go. I think there I'm going to bite dude. the bullet. It's so much. It's like $500 more. Six, almost yeah. $600 more. Yeah. And I'm paying for the labor and an overpriced hitch. But everything that I can find in the time that I've looked is, is saying, don't do it. Just, just do it right. You know what I mean? Just if just you're going to be adding something right. to your car, yes. you go to the dealer. Right. Cause yeah. you want it every time they mess. If it messes up, you take it there. They're like, we got it. We'll handle it for you. Yeah. And I've had nothing you but great experience with them too. So I would really hate to like, I don't know why I'm trying to go someplace else other than price as well. Yes. Cause you, um, can you imagine you go through all this trouble? They get the wine room wrong. And now you have to go to U-Haul again, trying again. to arrange to fix it. Yeah, with no dude, dude with this guy that just oh he, lo- he looked like like he just looked like he doesn't come in from the rain. Yeah, you know no, what I dude, mean? you don't want that, dude. No, you want really to don't. go back and forth with Lithia. Yeah, 
Oh, that I, I thought you got it done. I wanted that to, is... but this is it. I mean, like I'm the stupid one if I go back now, right? Because even then, a part of me was like, you know what I'll do? I just won't go in today, and then I'll go in tomorrow, and I'll you know blah blah blah. Nah, I'm done with this place. In fact, I still have seventeen dollars the deposit. I think it's like seventeen bucks. Let's just say twenty. That's there for a deposit. I don't even know if I want to go back for the twenty bucks, Steve. Uh, <laughs> I'm serious because I'm gonna have to wait. That's true for like thirty minutes in a line of that's angry true. people that are all just as pissed as I am. And then yeah. I'll, you know, and that's just gonna chip away at their morale by the time I get to them. Oh, it's over. <laughs> yeah, it's over. Dude. And I just want a refund. That's it. And I don't really want to be dealing with any. I'm, we're sorry, but no, you're not. Just stop it. Gee, that is a terrible story. It's so ridiculous, man. But at least, you know what? It's good that you're going, because here's the thing. You want to buy once. Buy once. Mm -hmm. And you know with Lithia, you're probably going to be buying one time. Yeah. I don't even know if U-Haul would fix your thing for free. I don't think they they are. Because from the forums on Reddit that I was, was all the subreddits that I was reading, it was saying that, um, yeah, I'm still having trouble with U-Haul trying to fix my wiring. I, no, you know, dude. avoid, highly recommend you avoid, highly recommend you stay away. Do not go to U-Haul. And then the experience that I just had, I know if I need to go to U-Haul from now, I'm going to buy some boxes. Maybe I'll, rent a big, maybe I'll rent a big truck. That's, That's it. it. That Call it, dude. Absolutely it, man. Do not have them messing with your nice car. Gee, uh, it's such a, it's such a pain in the ass because I really need to get this done. But now I got to start. I got to drop like another five. It's ridiculous. But the good thing is you have nothing that's coming up that you need it for. I just have to have it by September. And I don't necessarily even have to have it by September. Like part of me just wants to go, maybe I'll just reevaluate this shit and just come back to it later. Oh, no, get it. The idea is I want to have it because we were also going to buy a nice dual bike rack. So Gail and I can be like, you know, so we can go cycling and stuff together. Would you actually ever do that? Yeah, that's definitely that was that's been our plan kind of helping us push forward on it. Because we want to take it up to like Yosemite or something. You know what I mean? Just take our bikes and and, that would be dope or like. UC Davis, which we will be visiting a whole bunch, oh, is course, dude. California. Uh, I think course. it's the national, um, what do they call it? I want to say it is like the capital of cycling in the nation. Oh, everything's that's flat and it's just, there's just so many bikes there. So we were thinking, oh, we'll just ride our bikes and she could, you know, something. We can go look around. She doesn't have to show us, but we just want to get into cycling. And now it's like, I mean, we're not going to be doing like, you know, mountain bikes and shit like that, but it's just something for us to do because Gail and I have really been enjoying our time together. Like Sarah being gone for 10 days and my son basically living at his girlfriend's house. We've had the house to ourselves. Guess what? We're finding our groove again and it's really cool. So we were thinking pretty dope isn't it? it's super dope. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Like a couple of times we just looked at each other, like just high five. We knew exactly what we were thinking. We just high five. Like this is the shit we're going to have. So fun. dope. And now also the house search changes. You don't need three bedrooms. Yeah. I, you yeah. Need two. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Two houses kind of small for me. Two bedrooms is a little small. Really? Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, we want guests and stuff. Oh, to spend the night? On occasion. You know, holidays Shh. and such. Man, if I way. could get a It's smaller. one of those things that's like insurance. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. But I'm sure you. if you have one bedroom, I mean, I would be shocked if you had more than that company and you needed a third. Well, the idea is, Steve, is that as time goes on, this is where we'll have our grandkids come over. And oh, stay you're the right. Night no, you're and, right. You're going to want holidays. And, and you, know you want the kids to be able to come with their significant other. Exactly. And, and oh, you're going to need be, a ranch house then. Why a ranch house? Because you're going to need like 
You want a front yard because you don't want them having to run into the street to play. Uh, gee, I just, you know what? I just need like, give me like four bedrooms and a pool and I'm happy. Oh, that's do. Gee, that's you could work. totally find that. You're going to pay a, not a lot of money. You probably pay like seven. That ain't cheap these days. It ain't cheap, but it's not insane. Especially if, if the city you're thinking, you could totally find something. But yeah, I forgot that you want the, you got to get the grandchildren and all that stuff. I'm just preparing for the next phase of life. Being a grandfather. (laughs) Holy crap, dude. Hey man. It's uh, gonna, it's gonna happen. I mean, it's closer than I think. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, dude, I I mean, I imagine that your, your son is, is taking precaution. He better be taking precaution. You're going to lose that thing. Dude, dude, like make sure that he, I mean, you already know, you know that he is, but I mean, cause it's tempting once in a while to just be like, let's just do it one time. It doesn't feel the same. Exa- and it doesn't. It really doesn't. God and once he does, he's going to be like, guess what? I'm never wearing again. That freaking hood. He's going to try and like, um, you know, try and like negotiate it. It's still not going to happen. He's like, oh, maybe I'll try the lamb skin or this the pullout disgusting. method. The pullout I heard is effective if you do it correctly. I I think I'm very successful at that. Too much information? Uh, Perhaps. I don't think Maybe I put a visual in your head and I'm sorry about that. You have two children. Yeah, but let's just say I was uh, good at target practice. Still, you still, you can't say you're successful at it if you have children. Well, I haven't. No, because we tried. We were specifically trying. Oh, that's real. Both times you wanted to? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you wanted two children. No, there was no accidents. We specifically tried. Oh, well, shoot. I didn't. Most people would be like, once they get one, they're like, we're straight. <laughs> well, you know, in retrospect, Steve, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> How no, much it, older is, uh, is, um, they're four years apart. Oh, that's not that much. Almost five. Oh, so it's close. It's pretty close. Oh, so they have a, they have, their birthdays are close. Uh, no. One's in March and the other's in October. That would make a difference. There's five years. There's no birthday that's regardless. Come on, Steve. Still four. Still four. You ain't doing the math. No, no, no. That's not true. Because if their if one birthday is really close, that means the other one turns, and the other one may turn before. Oh, I see what you're getting at. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In that fashion. Yeah. Math, sir. Maths. I don't do it. (laughs) I don't believe in the stuff myself. So you don't even have a. You're like your son's not even living at your house. No, he is. He's just like, I'd say he's here probably two. Three max, and that's cutting it two days out of the week. He's usually with his girlfriend. So you don't even get a chance to have like two hour long conversations with him anymore? That never happens right now. He's in that phase where it's like, hey, what's up? He'll talk to me for five minutes. I'm going to go in my room because he's getting his ass kicked at his new job. So he's coming. You know, he now has like an eight to five Monday through Friday job, but he's getting his ass kicked. So he's just coming home and be like, hey, it was hot today. I'm going to go lay down. And then, you know, and then he goes, all right, I'm going over to his, to his girlfriend's house. That is, and you, and you do, and, and you think that, is this going to be the one you think hypothetically? You know, it's one of those situations where it's like, part of me hopes so, yet part of me knows that there's a lot of growing that needs to be done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. But you are, this was the age you and like before this age, you and Gail were dating. Yeah. But I wouldn't say it's not something I would recommend. I mean, it happened and it's great and, and we're happy. But I don't think I would recommend everyone do that. I, like, even we had to break up and find each other again. You know what I mean? You just That's such a to, beautiful you story. You need to though. grow, dude. That's such a beautiful story. 
All right, but anyway, because we're not going to dive into Dan's personal life. I think I've, sp- I've spoken enough today. So, Hacks, one. Dan. Yes. Talk to me. I talk to Hacks, me. man. Hey, thank you. I'm going to tell you that right now. Thank you very much. <laughs> Hacks is incredible, bro. Like, I didn't know anything about it other than what you told me. And there is just something so... What is it about hacks? I'm trying to to think exactly. It's not even a specific thing. It's just no. a Well, it's just you know what it is? It's all in the writing. That's true. It's That's all in true. the writing, you know. Um for anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about, Steve did talk about it, but basically hacks explores a dark mentorship that forms between Deborah Vance, a legendary Las Vegas comedian, and an entitled outcast 25-year-old by the name of Ava, who by the way is one Amazing. of my new favorites, man. Amazing. Hannah Einbinder. I I'm going to look up right now because honestly, I still don't know what she's been in if I've seen anything. I haven't seen anything with her. Let's see. I might be famous. How to be broke. North nope. Hollywood. Nope. Nope. Drawn a complete them. blank. Beautiful. Fantastic. Woman. Yeah. She's beautiful and she's funny and she just like, like she just becomes this Ava person. You no know what question. I mean? She has and the face for it. Like I believe she's Ava. Yes. I. That probably sounds weird to some of you, but like. She is just so this character. She does it so well. And it's just, again, it's a very well-written show. Um, I like these kind of shows where, like they said, it's like this mentorship. But it's a really, really dysfunctional relationship. You oh, have these two dude. people that are completely dysfunctional in, in life in general on their own. And you put them together. And, yeah, it's this failing comedian. She's a lot. She's on the Las Vegas circuit. She had her heyday. She used to go on like shows like Merv Griffin, you know, things like that. She's from that time. And her career is starting to fizzle, basically. The casino that she's ran for, you know, a couple of decades, maybe, is deciding, hey, maybe we should take you off of the headliner on the marquee. Which is brutal, Which dude. is brutal, because, you know, <laughs> she had her 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 uh, billboards up. Yes! And she's, like, you know, she's, she's in her own little Vegas world, so she's like a big celebrity. She's become super rich off of this, and she's now trying to settle into the the fame of just, I've, it's, it's like the... Um, I don't want to say the end of the road for a comedian, but it's like I've I've reached where I need to be now. I'm yes. just got a residency. I'm chilling. I'm rich. I get to do these shows. I don't even have to do more material anymore. People just keep coming night after night to see me, and I have a certain crowd, which is usually like the older crowd. Well, that older crowd, as the owner of the hotel was saying, who was played by oh, I always forget that guy's name. I he love always, him, dude. I do. I do love him from Happy always, Gilmore. Yes, he always plays a <laughs> dick though. I love him. What is that guy's name, man? I hate when I do that. I'm trying to find his find his name, but um, he was basically the antagonist in Happy Gilmore, which is he has the face to be any antagonist you want him to be ever. He's the one. As soon as you see him, you know he's the bad guy. Totally. Usually how it works. And, he's and in this like- one, was he though? Because he was just doing. It makes total sense. No, he like, wasn't look, a bad guy. He was yeah. a businessman. And he was, he was actually trying to, there were times where he was trying to help her and be like, look, how about you just do this? You're rich. Why are you even doing this anymore? But you know what, though? He is the bad guy when you think about it, because there's one particular episode where there's a party at her house at a Deborah Vance, yes, played by Gene yes. Smart, who's absolutely wonderful in this role. Fantastic, dude. So, so good. But uh, Deborah Vance is having this party at her house. And he sticks around. You know how when everyone leaves and there's that one guest. Oh, and then hanging he, out. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Because you know it's about yeah. to go down because they're about to get the fucking. But he said, I wasn't planning on that. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure he wasn't. Here's the fucked up part about that, though. Is 
and it's really not a spoiler. It just it's, no, it's not. It's Nothing's really a spoiler not. in this whole this show. This is just this is like one of the. It's like a um, you know, it's definitely like a circumstantial show. There's always some some problem to be solved in some way to keep the story going. But it's kind of like a slice of life show. That's if that it. Makes any sense? That's it. But uh, the reason that this guy is a dick is because he sleeps with Deborah Vance and then says, oh, by the way, here's some bad news for you, which is fucked up. He could have told her that ahead of time. You know what he I mean? Totally he could have said, hey, you know what? I see where this is going because they have basically um, he's the owner of the hotel that she's had the resident res- excuse me, residency with. And in the past, they've had relations probably uh-huh. just from working together, you know, and she's a good looking woman. And they've aged together and they they still continue this relationship from time to time. Excuse me, from time to time. We just recorded and my mouth is starting to fail me. Sorry, it's, I've been up all night, too. But uh, that's the thing. He could have said, hey, you know, I see where this is going, but maybe we should talk about this first. And he didn't. He took the booty instead. That's totally up. took. And here's the problem. Like, my issue is for. She goes dirty trying to get um, that residency again. And it becomes so clear, which is heartbreaking, that he's like, you could lift heaven and earth and do everything in the world. I would sooner go to prison than give you that residency. I'm like, geez, he's a cold cat. He's like, I would sooner go to prison than to give you that residency now. And it's, and, and it's tough to come to that because she remembers being the hottest thing on the strip. Yeah. That is. And it's, here's the funny part. How often did they actually work in this? In this uh, Like those two, the uh, homegirl and Deborah Vance. How much work did they actually do during this show? Together? Yes. Not a lot. Because she, <laughs> that's the thing is that she's kind of, I mean, I wouldn't call her Deborah a horrible person, but she's set in her ways and she's that's completely it. driven by ego. Yes. And I think yes. it's hard for someone that has had this big time celebrity. Hold up. Something's going on with my recording here. You can't change devices while recording. I wasn't trying to. That's weird. Sorry about that. Totally. No blew, problem, bro. Tra- changed my, tra- uh, blew yeah. my train of thought. What was I saying? Um, you said she's not a terrible person. Yeah. Ah, damn it. I'm sorry. Something popped up on the screen and I thought I lost everything. No um, problem. Uh, that's important, dude. Yeah. yeah. But here's what I will she, say. She's like, not a terrible person, yeah, but it's yeah. like, it's like she... She's driven by ego, so she holds on to things, and she kind of fights dirty to keep these things. Really does, but dude. because she's driven by ego, she kind of sees herself as a superior to some people, and she treats them that way. And she does some really fucked up shit to her underlings. In this dude. case, Ava. There's a scene that has to do with a, a car in the desert. Oh, dude, so what was the point of that? G? So cold blooded, and and then the, what she had to do, what Ava had to do. That's just a great scene. Uh, she gets left in the desert, and she—it's all regarding the salt shaker. And I, I won't really get into it. It's but like I an love when shaker. she puts it in. I'm like, oh, it's not just some random thing. It means something. Yeah. Dude. Well, she was completing her set. Beautiful, and, dude. And she was denied that set because she was such a bitch to this antique uh, dealer. Yes. So, but like, not. In, Deborah Vance, I assume, could be kind of hateful because she does some seriously fucked up shit. To oh, Ava. totally. Get my change. Be yeah. like, go back in there and get my like what you're go in there and get my change. I'm like, Jesus, dude. Or that scene where they're they're on Molly, and which is a crazy scene in itself. Like the way that that ends up happening, where she's oh, on Molly dude, with that dude. Dude, um, dude. But they run into Deborah backstage and she's drunk and she says a whole bunch of jacked up shit to her. So like I can kind of see Ava's point of view, but it's just funny because she's young. She's 25. Listen, 
I could say at my age now that I did shit that I would not do now when I was 25. And some of the ways that she goes about, you know, um, planning her revenge for certain things or Holy just crap, the ideas dude. that she gets in her head or just the, the, the wild things that she gets herself into just walking around by herself in Vegas. It's phenomenal. This show is so well-written, man. Like I feel lucky. We have really watched some good shit. Lately. We watched some, um, dude, look, there's a part where like once she get well, how Ava gets the job in the beginning is amazing. Cause Deborah sees something. And she's like, there's something that she has that I'm willing to whatever. But then, like, at the very end, what, however it happens, when it ended, I wanted immediately season two. Oh, I, yeah. I'm talking about right at the end, bro. The, the, okay, did you at least get misty for the funeral scene? No, I wouldn't say I got misty for anything. And maybe that has to do with the fact that I binged it, like, I <laughs> a little ashamed to admit this, but I, I basically binged it in a sitting. So I binged it in like two sittings. But when she when something happens in her bedroom, I broke my heart. I was like, oh, but here's the thing. I, I know what you mean. Yes. Means. And I, I'm worried that um, like, you know, Deborah Vance is stuck in her. I mean, she's stuck in her ways, man. There is not going to be. I don't know if there's <laughs> going to be a happy ending when this all when all the seasons happen now remember that time dude well, i forgot to mention it wasn't that a dope montage they did when she was her clothes were changing during her stand-up set yeah, yeah. that was so cool i was like i've never seen anything like that except for um freddie mercury during you're the talking movie about the part i think i know what you're talking about but you're talking about when she's like giving her her performance yes but it's and at all different the clothes times and yes. The yes that was pretty cool it reminded me of the freddie mercury thing where they were just showing how time was going and his different outfits that he was i was like oh this is a really cool cool thing but you didn't what is your uh rating but regarding that scene though i took it a little bit differently i took oh. it as in she was, like I said earlier, she was set in her ways and she didn't really feel like she needed to do anything anymore because she, she had this constant turnover of fans that were coming to see her regardless of what she said. It didn't matter. It was a certain crew, an older, you know, an older crowd. And they all showed up every time because they wanted to go see the lady that used to be on Merv Griffin. Or used whatever. to be. Used yes. to be. The used and to be crowd. You know, Ava, sure. Ava was trying to impart to her that, but you're not funny anymore. Right. And that's I really think that's that that's what they were trying to bring home right there is that, you know what, she's just going through this routine. She's not even trying anymore. She's just meandering through it because it's what she does. It's her. She, she's memorized this act. She doesn't have to change a joke. And they proved it in that scene. Yeah. People would just laugh because they're in the habit of laughing at Deborah Vance. But Ava was like, you can be I saw your old stuff. Yeah. You could be funny again. And that's the stuff that made me kind of emotional. Not necessarily emotional, but like when she sits down because she's um Deborah A pointless her. thing that she's doing, by the way. Yeah. Well, she yeah, she's basically just trying to make keep her her underly, let her know her place. So she exactly. hires her to go into this, not a vault, but this room that has every single bit of media <laughs> she's dude. ever done in her entire career. So we're talking videos, uh, mm -hmm. magazines, but the magazine played in a little bit differently, but mostly like movies and television yes. shows. And yes. she's, and what she's doing is she's making her, it's almost like a Mr. Miyagi thing. I thought like, I'm going to make you watch this shit so you can figure out how yes. to do comedy, who I am. You'll know by the end of this, how to, how to do me, I guess. Yes. True. And so, you know, so there are some scenes there where like um, it shows her and she's on top of the world and, and 
And and Ava's actually like because you know Ava thinks he's kind of a hack, which is why they yes. call hacks. And they they have this very um, tumultuous relationship where they're fighting all the time, and and they don't get they're like frenemies in a way, or more like yes. business partners that they don't like each other, but they sort of respect each other. And the thing is, I think that Deborah liked Ava because even though she was saying mean like mean shit to her, she made her laugh. She made her even on the phone when they were talking about. Um uh, the television show, like, what are you watching? Yeah. And directly pulled from when Harry met Sally, by the way. Yes. Be like, what channel is it on? But bro, when she makes her laugh, you can see Ava smile. Like when she hears Deborah Vance laugh at something she said, it really brightens her whole day. She's like, oh, I made her laugh. Like she laughed at me. So she can do this thing. Yeah. She, she was validated. Dude, that's why when I was done with the show, I was like, Dan, got to watch this. It was incredible. There's just not enough episodes. What is up with HBO Max, dude? Like, seriously, they just keep, and I'm grateful for it, but they just keep cranking out so much good material. They are killing. And they, if they, they better not, they better not cancel hacks. Cause I don't know anybody else that's watching. (laughs) Well, like I said, I heard three people tell me in one week. That this is an amazing show. Shut up. Show. Oh, yeah. You. Really? You, Brian, and then um, Paris Thimmon from Willy Wonka. Because we were asking him, like, what he's into. And he was just, like, talking about this show. Brian watched the show? Yeah. I think he's, I don't think he's watched all of it. But he he did talk about it. How does he like it? He liked it. Yeah. He actually saved us. Because we were like, ah. Uh. <laughs> the guy was like, you guys seen Hacks? Ah. Uh, we didn't know. And, he, and he, uh, Brian was like, yes, I've seen He's like, Hacks I got this. Me- <laughs> show. Listen to this. Listen, everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry, Deborah Brian. Vance used to be not anymore, though. Deborah Vance and Ava. Nothing like making that dude scream. Unexpected scream, no less. The best. The best. Do Love not you, say that. Oh, he's the best, dude. Love <laughs> that dude. Hey, by the way. Oh, no. You know what? Never mind. I don't think we're supposed to say anything. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Do you have your iPad out when you're on those show, those episodes? I'm just looking. I write in Google. I'll just like have my computer out and I'll just write little things that I want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I need to start doing that because I'm just rattling. I need I mean, to start writing freaking notes. I, obviously, like, I think if we structured our show a little bit better, it would we'd go further. But we just ramble too much all the time. We always do. And here's the thing. Rambling shows do. You know who's really good at rambling? Kevin Smith. All the big shows I listen to. I don't, I don't listen to any uh, storytelling much. To, uh, the only one is no sleep. Everything else is just people talking bull crap for three. Well, not three hours for an hour and a half. And I'm just like, I needed that today. <laughs> I don't want a story. Just talk to me about your pool guy. Hey, it does. That's fine. Right. I spent like 40 minutes talking about U-Haul. Dude, okay. Not that long. I don't know why that was. Here's my thing with the U-Haul back in. Um, my thing with the U-Haul is, gee, you're, this shows your patience. Most shows people, my stupidity. after the first time, they would have been like, skip y'all. I'm out. And they would have just gone to Libya. Quite honestly, Steve, I think I would have done that, but it's the price. That's what kept me going back. Yeah, but your car is way too pretty to be messing well, around with cheap stuff. Well, now that is my final you know, conclusion to everything is I'm just going to go ahead and spend the money. Now, do they give you the piece that they chop off? For what? To hang it on the wall? Like I don't know. What if you want it one day and you want to put it back on? I don't think that would be the case, but I'll ask them for you. How's that? 
Because you're always going to, you think you're always going to watch the hitch, want the hitch, huh? Well, why would I take it off? How much can it pull? Uh, Mike. Okay. So a regular, as in, in other words, not an XT version of a Subaru Outback can hold, I think it's can tow 2,700, but mine, the XT, the turbo one does 3,500. That's a lot of weight. Gotta be careful though. Cause it, I was thinking about this, like. My first in, like intention with it was I was going to get one of those little, I don't even know what they're called, but they're like box trailers that U-Haul has. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? It's yeah. not a truck. It's just a little box trailer. Yes. And I know I can carry that, but I think it only leaves you with like uh, maybe 800 to 1,000 pounds left. Those things are 2,000 pounds? There's something like that. I was just, it was something I read on a forum. That's a lot of weight. And also, you can't see over them. But it can tow a boat. Oh, that, that's all. But you, you, the, I was going to ask you that. Are you going to are you planning on like getting a boat one day or it's always been my dream, but I kind of doubt it, man. I have lots of little dreams that I want to do, and it's definitely not something that I'm going to uh, chase anytime soon. But Steve, since we're talking about it, and it's Patreon. How are you with like lakes? I swam across Nascimento. <laughs> OK, of course, of course you did. <laughs> people do you hear okay so then (laughs) i was thinking i had this idea steve but i I, i'm just gonna go with it and if you say no that is totally fine i have an idea that perhaps i would rent a boat maybe in the shaver lake area maybe you and the bell would like to come along and spend the day on the lake that'd be beautiful oh dude you let me tell you something you would make her day she loves lakes she loves going on the lake i like being on the lake i don't necessarily like being in the lake being in the lake is a little bit uh, now it's a little bit dangerous only because the, you know, the braiding, braiding parasites that are up there. Sometimes I don't do that so much anymore. For real? At Saver? Uh-huh. Everywhere. Remember that kid got it and passed away at uh, Wild Waters? Uh, no, I don't remember that. Yeah, Maybe I have I a brain worm and that's why I don't remember. Listen, G. I'm swimming in that lake water. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Do you swim in lake water? Nah. I mean, like. I used to like going on jet skis. So if I fall over or something, I'm in the water, but I'm never. And like, I've been on bachelor parties and shit like that on a boat where it's like, it's fucking hot. I'm going to jump in real quick and get right back out. But I'm not the dude that's like, yeah, let me in that water. Come on in guys. It feels great. Never. never. Are you comfy? Are you that guy that's comfortable? Cause I don't see, I see you as not one of the fellas that walk around with their shirt off. <laughs> These days, definitely not. The yeah. Case. Now it seems like you would have your t-shirt on. These days, yes, but I'm oh. working. I'm working back. You know, I'm trying to get back to where I just. Uh, anyway, Steve, you're, you're touching on a guys touchy, don't care. You're touching though. on a touchy subject right but now. We but we shouldn't care. A lot of cats just walk around like whatever. But you're not that whatever guy. Yeah, I'm not the whatever guy. <laughs> You'll never see me just walking down the street like, hey, that's Dan walking down. Yeah, the street I've seen those guys where no they're just like, on. yeah, neighbors with like a beer in their hand. They'll just go get their um their mail with. Their shirt off, like, I am happy with my body. I'm fine. The dude that rolls into the liquor store with, like, cut-off jeans, no shirt, and no shoes. Just Done deal. Get a pack of smokes real quick. It's rock and roll. Let's do not it. Not going to be. You're not going to. Would you. His if name's we're Cole, on, for some reason. Cole is a strong, <laughs> okay Cody. name, dude. He looks like Cody. That's what it is. Um, Cody. Are you that. So, even on the boat, you don't feel comfortable walking around with your shirt off? Uh, no. No, I would. I would. There I'm just, we go, just these days, just these days, uh, not not this week, Steve. How's that? But yes, 
<laughs> that is so I, I thought I had you pegged that way, but I just wanted to make sure. That's now, too bad. You know no, I really do. I, I actually have no problem with it, but I, I know I'm hypercritical on myself, but right now I'm a little heavier than I want to be. So I, it wouldn't be this week that I'm taking my shirt off. You're doing your DDP? I'm trying to, man. I pulled my groin, remember? That's right. So it feels pretty it. good these days. I think I think I'm gonna I say this a lot, but I do want to start tomorrow because I'm not feeling any pull whatsoever anymore. It Gee, took like three I, weeks, dude. Why don't you buy a boat? Well, I would like to. I would. How much but are boats? I don't know. I haven't looked. I wouldn't I buy a new you can one. Get one for like five hundred. Man, I ain't trying to be like paddling. <laughs> you don't want to paddle? Fuck no, I don't want to paddle. Why don't you get a kayak? Because because I'm not fucking Ranger Dan. I'm not Dan the Scout Leader. That would be so fun if we go kayaking. Okay, then get one and I'll go with you. I don't want one. I have one. nowhere to put it. I can't put it on and my Mustang, Jay. And again, another, well, oh, I guess I could tell it. But no, I don't, uh, kayaks are cool. I had to do kayaking when Ben was in Cub Scouts. It's fine. Yes! It's fun. It was actually kind of fun. But man, I want to be, if I'm going to be on the water, I want to be like bass fishing or you know, in a speedboat trying to water ski or on an inner tube or on jet skis or something like that. I'm not trying to be all like, this is nice out here. Yeah. You're more Tim Allen than Ranger Dan. Okay, sure. I just like speed on the water. It's fun. I haven't done it for a few years. So maybe now I'll be like, Oh, that wasn't as fun as I remember, but I used to dude, we used to tear it up on the lake. Oh gee. I do not want to end up like that meme dog. Which one? The, uh, the people (laughs) in the boat. Yeah, we well, go bounce it all up like freaking Dan. <laughs> they weren't stopping for nothing either. Huh? Boom, 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 and they just—that's my thing. I don't. I wouldn't get on a speed boat, G. Oh no, I'm not. Trust me, I'm not a speed demon. But I do like to water. Um, <laughs> I like to try to water ski. It's been a long ass time since I've done it. I just love being on the water, though. I haven't water skied in a freaking million. I haven't snowboarded in a million years. Hey, since you're the guy that's well, since you have the beliefs you have. Are you not into fishing? No, I don't like fishing. I would figure. Okay, no, no, mind. no. Even the catch and release. No. Fair enough. I, I, but I do like to get, being on the water, drinking a sweet, probably like get like a, a cool little cocktail, you know, uh, read a, a wee book while everyone else converses among themselves. Thank you for putting the space between cock and tail because now I can do something with that. <laughs> <laughs> The good thing is you're so tired today that you won't. I'll forget. Yeah. I'll of course, forget. dude. Your brain is, I could see it starting to, uh, <laughs> it's starting, like you're not as hyper as you were. I'm fading, dude. I see, it's, see, it's so funny as, like literally, as soon as you were done with your U-Haul story, yeah. I felt you being like, okie dokie. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've done 40 minutes, G. We could we could call it a day. But it's before been 40, we, it's been about 40, yeah. Yeah, but before we get off, I'm I'm um I'm really down with the boat, but we gotta do solving. Okay. Now you've brought this up in the past, but please tell me what is so goddamn special about solving. Everything. Did you see the Twitter? I feel thread? like like you give me the impression that you're walking into Wonka's chocolate room when you walk That's my that solving. is my Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. What? What what is it? Because you walk into a different world. The shops are incredible. Um, I mean, the bakery just don't even get me started. Don't get uh, me started. Don't get me, gee. And then just you literally walk down the main street, look to your right, and there are like mountains right next to you. Like right there. 
It's just like, oh, this is just heaven, which is why the housing prices are about a million, $1.1 million for a normal house out there. But there's, you know, there's, there's a reason that that's where Neverland is. You know, all these things. It's like, oh, because it's beautiful, huh? Well, hold up. That makes hold sense. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Neverland Ranch is there? Yeah, it's within five minutes. Five, seven From minutes. From Solvang? Uh-huh. Interesting. I did not know that. Yes, San Inez. Have you checked it out? No, because there's a big gate there. And so, gee, a millionaire bought it for $25 million, And oddly enough, both Bell and I were like, I would have thought it would have gone for more than that. Nope. A millionaire just was like, oh, $25 million? Yeah. And they bought Neverland Ranch. $25 million's not really... Like, it's not cheap, yeah, but that's cheap. a Malibu normal run of the mill every day. Yeah, it just house. happened to be owned by Michael Jackson. That's I would have bought that in. Maybe like, it's like buying a murder house. I would have at least gone to the dance studio and moonwalked. You know, but, but you know what I'm saying? Like maybe that's why. Because there's a little no. bit of stigma attached to it. There's no. some shit that potentially could have gone down. Okay, but that's not enough. Michael to Jackson, put- they said, I'm not saying it's true, Steve. But on that one documentary, dude was saying that Michael Jackson was just wanting to stare at his his butthole on Neverland Ranch. Is this true? Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. I can't remember the name of the documentary. I really wish I could remember the name of it. It was interesting. That um, we talked about it on the show, and that I don't think you were having it. You're like, mm, I'm not buying all this. I can't see. The thing is, I can't deny the 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 you know survivors. So I don't think that that's the reason it was so cheap, though. I think just people had a tough time coming up with $25 million. Is that butthole viewing room, man? Takes it down a lot. They need to break <laughs> They need to turn that into a, an arcade or something. You know, you play some video games in there or something. Don't stare Do you think that's what you think they there. had a you think they had a sign up on the door? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the curtain pulls the butthole room. Jesus Christ. You know what's interesting is that it's like the here's the only thing I thought. I was like Oh crap! Phil Collins was at Neverland. Oh crap! I'm within five minutes away from where Phil Collins was. Oh crap! So was Whitney Houston. I just thought of everyone that had been there. I was like, oh, I would have. I'm next to them, kind of in a way, sort of six degrees or whatnot. What if Michael Jackson reached out to you at that age? Would you have gone with him? Yes. Drop trow. You would have. You would have shown him your butthole. Well, would you? That's all I'm asking. It's a legitimate question, man. I'm not getting a no, so. You're sleepy, Dad. <laughs> Here's you what I'll say. Said no. I would not do that. However, I. <laughs> however, I would not come as ferociously in defending like uh, Corey Feldman, G. Them cats. They were like, hey, uh, Michael Jackson was molesting people. Hey, Cass was molesting me for years. I've been telling you for years. Why are you tripping on Michael? I was like, hey, gee, don't come that way. Just be like, I felt sorry for the survivors. But he's like, dude, I've told you all the names of people that molested me, and all you care about is Michael Jackson. Well, I kind of, I sort of he's feel like, for I've Feldman, I've said though, the man. names of people, and you guys are like, anyway. He, I, I, and I feel bad, bad for Feldman because he's been saying the names for years, dude. He's like, these people are still here. Now doing this stuff, but people just don't care. I don't think is if it's not Michael Jackson, they don't really. But yeah, Neverland Ranch is right there. I told you I barely missed Quentin Tarantino. Like within five minutes, a guy was like, "Quentin Tarantino just left our store." He was like, "He's he's he's uh this was years ago." He's like, "He's directing some movie down the street about cars." 
And I was like, you're lying. And then Death Proof comes out. I'm like, oh, he was. Oh, that's dope. I didn't know they filmed that there. Right there, yeah. They filmed it right, uh, right down the street. And when you drive into Solvang, you're like, oh, this makes all the sense of the world. Because you want to speed. Because there's a little windy road and crap. There's a long and winding, winding road, road, as the Beatles yeah. will say. I was you right know? there with you. I was like there. That? Hey, I told my mom your story, and then we'll go. I told my mom your story, and her heart broke. When I was like, hey, Dan went and saw Billy Joel. And she's like, oh, that's awesome. I was like, guess what? He didn't sing. And immediately she said, you are freaking kidding. See, she knows. <laughs> Ridiculous. She said, not saying it's a bad concert, but she's like, he didn't sing just the way you. She said, that seems like an on purpose thing. It is. It's a major faux pas, though. Come on. Dude, you know what people a... want. You know people want to hear that song. It's kind of like, uh, uh, what's her name? Haley's. I don't think you know this band. Uh, Haley. Ah, damn it. I can't think of her name, but it's the singer for Paramore, the band Paramore. Atwell. Yes, Haley Atwell. Thank you. For some reason, when I said that, I was thinking that was right? uh, Agent on, Carter. That actress. Hold on, let me see. Isn't that Agent Carter? That might be it, yeah. Uh, let me go look up Paramore. Paramore lead. There we go. Her name is Haley Williams. Haley Williams. Haley Atwell, I'm pretty sure, is uh, Agent Carter. And so what did you say? <clears> anyway, well, anyway, their big song is called Misery Business. It is, everyone knows this freaking song. They refuse to play it anymore. They just made it like a public statement. I think it was like either probably like two years ago. They're like, we're just not going to play this song live anymore. Why? Why? What was the That's reason? That's messed up. We want you to hear our that? other stuff. It's like when, a, you know, you go see the, the, the older acts because you want to hear the hits and then they don't, they play all the shit off their sorry ass new album. That's weak. Here's what, here's what I will say. You go see Paul McCartney. He is going to overdo it with every song that you can imagine, dude. Overdoes it. And hey. I loved it. Hey, uh, we talked about it on the other show, but speaking of overdoing it, there is one thing I will say with uh, Fear Street Part 1, 1994. We get it. You're in the fucking 90s. Jeez. We get it, right? And I mean, you th- it's a decent on, soundtrack, dude. but it's like, okay, we get it, man. You just really want us to know you're in the 90s, huh? And let me tell you what you're not listening to as kids that age. You're not sitting around a table listening to Doggy Style. That's not how Doggy Style works. Doggy Style is either you're in a car you're you're doing something else, but you're not listening to it. All right, here's our plan. No, G. Just you're sitting me. in a garage, toking it down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Planning my next drive by up in this piece. Getting your greens and such. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's one dude that he still looks pretty good for how old he is. He really does. He, really he looks freaking pretty does. freaking good. But okay, last question before you leave. Okay. If I actually a- have one more for you. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I, I was, uh, I don't mean to be a, a bit of a voyeur. But I was looking on Facebook, and it uh, looks like you had a pretty nice day with the with the fam yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. So look at you with your little with your little uh, golf outfit. I have to get out talking more, about. Man. I'm from the hood, you know what I'm saying? At the golf course, talking about. I'm gonna go to Gee. the new Harry Connick Jr. joint. And no lie, when they left, when they were ready to leave, I still was like, I still got a hundred balls to hit. So and I teed up and kept hitting. You stayed. <laughs> I had, I was like, they waited for me. Cause I'm like, I have th- uh, some balls to hit. Sorry. I had to get my form right. How often are you doing that? I probably go golfing. Now I'm going to start going more. I probably only went like once a month for the last year. There's just so much shit. I don't know about you. You knew I golfed. I know you've been golfing. I know you were I, going once or once a no, month. No, we like, there was a point where we would golf uh, three times a week, dude. We'd go nine holes, three times a week. I just want one of the Heroes of Noise historians to just uh, find that episode where I'm like, hey, man, you should take me golfing sometime. I, you know what? 
I don't want you to do that because Dan's turning over a new leaf. You know what this is, Steve? What is this, Dan? The bad situation is my friend Steve has never taken me golf, even though I've asked him to. The good situation is where this is where I turn it around. Turn it around. I still have an opportunity at some point to possibly learn golf. This is very with true. A friend. And, and you know what? I'm going to take you. And I guarantee you when I call and say, hey, I'm going golfing, Dan is going to be like, oh, sniff. I got to work. Watch. Yeah, because, you know, planning doesn't really help, right? Dan, you like work. How many, days in, are you, how many days are you working from here on? None, you mind your business now, Steve. Exactly. Gee, your work schedule. Okay, anyway. Ten days, all right? Leave me That's alone. That's a lot. Okay, anyway, here's my last question. So you're going to see Billy Joe, hypothetically. You have to pick one song. Are you picking Just the Way You Are or My Life? Just the Way You Are. Oh, my God, Dan. I'm picking My Life. Dude, I've heard My Life a million times. I've heard just, you've heard Just the Way You Are a million times, too. Not live. I'm saying you've never seen him before. I'm going Just the Way You Are. Dan, what? Hey, I don't care what you say anymore. Right? This is my life. Explain. I'm going to do. <laughs> I'll choose what I want. Thank oh, you do you know much. who's singing background? And now you'll never unhear it. Hold on. Or my life? On the. I never said you yeah. had to. Who's singing background there? I never said I had to offer me a set. I okay, hold up. Now let me just hear it real quick. Let me just hear yes. it real quick. You got a second? Can Listen. Do this? Oh, this is going to be great. Okay. All right. Okay, go. Hey, by the way, while I'm looking at this, is there any songs? That you just absolutely love. You fucking mm-hmm. love this song. Yes. You would not play this in front of another human being uh-huh. for anything because yes. you're you're like low key embarrassed about it, even though you love it. Uh huh. What would that song be? Anything by that Canadian singer girl. What's her name? <laughs> oh, she's no, like Nelly the Furtado? Canadian. No, she's like the Canadian Karen Carpenter. Oh, Anne Murray. Yeah. Anything by her. I love her stuff. I would never play that in front of someone else. That's fair. What about something I would more? play Karen before I, because everyone loves Karen Carpenter. What about like, um, like a modern group? <laughs> Who would I, you know what? There are, there is someone. Let me, let me think about that. Hold on. Oh, NSYNC. Even if some of my friends like them. They'd be like, this insane playing cat, right? Guaranteed. Oh, I would never do it. Are you crazy? They'd never let me have the aux cord again. I'm going to out myself on two songs. Oh, I can't wait. Because I can't help it. Every Go time ahead. they come on, I sing the shit out of them. Okay, for, tell me the artist and let me guess. Let me guess. Tell me the artist. Well, one of them's easy. And, and honestly, these guys get a bad rap. And, and I'm starting to disagree with this. Nickelback. Don't, I thought you were going to say them. Dan, don't do that. This is how you remind me. A song was on, have you heard, you've had to have heard that song before, right? I know what? who I'm talking to, but have you ever heard, this is how you remind me? I, if, if I heard it, because I've heard a lot of Nickelback. I a friend not. of mine, which is a reason. Anyway, anyway. Well, just real quick, real quick. Go ahead. Never made it as a wise man. Sure have. Okay, you know this one, right? That is terrible. And everyone says that. And, that is and Including me. Okay. Why do I know every word to that song? I, Dan, there is no justification for Nickelback. Caught myself here. singing it the other day. The chorus. Oh, Jesus, Dan. And I'm like, okay, hold on a second. This is Nickelback. And I give people shit about Nickelback. Not anymore. It's kind of an old subject. But like I did. And I can't do... Whether people like them or not, 
that's an earworm because it's in my head. Like I know the lyrics to that song, which means yeah. I've listened to it many, many times. You and, must have. And, and I, I didn't, but I've never, ever went, I'm going to put on some Nickelback. It's just interesting. Human. I think that's, that's it's weird because I, I, I like that song. And quite frankly, I was singing the shit out of it, driving, driving home the other day and not even realizing it. And then I just went, oh my God, I'm singing fucking Nickelback right now. And that's what here's made me the, think about this. Here's the problem with Nickelback. There are so many people that do it better than them that there's no reason to listen to them. They do their style better. I'm not going to be a Nickelback fan and go, you know, every concert and buy all their albums and, and go learn about them, you know, over the past 20 uh-huh. years. But I think they get a bad rap. And another buddy of mine named Matt, who goes to every single concert imaginable because he gets free tickets to everything, hates Nickelback. Went to Nickelback because some friends were going. And he's like, came out. He's like, I can't hate. <laughs> they were actually pretty Why? good. Because they're talented, like musically talented. Their drummer is a fantastic, I don't know his name. Fucking okay, you can band. appreciate their musicianship. That doesn't mean they're a good band. I'm just saying, I think they're get, they get a bad rap. I don't okay. think they're as bad as people they're say. They're not they the worst. I have heard people be like, you know, they became a meme. They're not the worst band ever. That's for dog. And people will act like, I mean, are they worse than Limp Biscuit? Nobody's worse than Limp Biscuit, Steve. Limp Biscuit. I do like the shout. Chocolate starfish. But, <laughs> but I will say Eminem, I mean, he kind of destroyed them. They're the worst. I can't but uh, what's the other group? Uh, I will just go ahead and give you the chorus of this song. All right. And I, I'm telling I'm gonna you. I'm going to be very upset. I I'm telling you, I don't know what it is. Again, I'm going to be very upset. I don't, I don't own the album. Okay. I have seen them come through town, never wanted to go see them before. Okay. And quite honestly, every other song I fucking hate by them. I find I them incredibly annoying. Some reason, I'm saying oh. a lot about myself, this fucking song comes on and I, and I find myself singing to it. Okay, and Go you can ahead. laugh at me. You can make fun of me. Send me emails. It's I will. Fun. We haven't do talked to you for a while. All of the above. Take a, any guesses. It's a what, popular. Give me uh, the. Let's group. say it's like like adult contemporary. If I give you the group, you're gonna know the name of it. Oh well, then I don't know them. Okay, yeah. Why would you? Here we go. This is the chorus. Have you ever heard that song? Hey, it sounds pretty good. Never heard of it. It's a good song. Not bad. I think I, think I kind of love it, actually. Yeah, it's not but bad. I don't, and I will say this. The band themselves are incredibly talented. Um, Howard Stern has used them for years as there's, like, when he would do, like, a like a live birthday show at, like, a Radio City Music Hall yeah. or something like that. He uses them as the house band, and they can play anything, and they can play the shit out of Led Zeppelin songs. The singer, his name is uh, Pat Monahan, I believe fantastic cover voice. Like he's got, I think he's got a really good voice. I don't like his lyrics and he has some very cheesy songs. That, that what's his that. name? I mean, what's the group's name? Train. Hey, I know Train. Now you do. You know him even more now. Wait, who sings that? I thought Train. Okay, I'm totally wrong then. What's that? No, they don't. Who sings that song Calling All Angels? Train. Oh, that's why I didn't like them. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> or even like a Hey, soul sister. You've heard that song. Oh, before, Jesus. It's I terrible. hate that song. It's fucking horrible. But that song's not bad. It's a fantastic song, but this is the reason why, like, I always liked it. 
and I would never play it. My daughter and I, I showed, I had a conversation with her about this one time and we were just grooving that damn song in the car and she like started listening to it herself. And I was like, but the lyrics are fucking stupid. There's some, some really dumb lyrics in this song. I come to find out recently by, by falling down. A, I think it was either like a TikTok or a YouTube wormhole that I went down. Pat Monahan, the singer wrote this song for his mother when she passed. Mm-hmm. So like the lyrics are really dumb. It's like, I guess she's back in the atmosphere with drops of Jupiter in her hair, in her hair. Uh, something like she listens like spring, but she walks like June. Like what the hell is that? But the reason that the lyrics are so weird. Oh, by the way, the worst one of them all, he says something about the best soy latte that you ever had in me. And I throw up every time he says that. All right. But the reason that he wrote these lyrics and they, they kind of don't make sense. And they're sort of silly is that, all of these things that he's talking about were like things that he did, like he did with his mother. You know what I mean? He would take her to go get us like a soy latte and stuff like that. Okay. So, or, or, um, and the drops of Jupiter in her hair. He said he had a dream after she died that she came back to him, that she had just been basically like some weird energy, you know, flying, throughout the, flying throughout the universe mm-hmm. and came down to see how he was doing. And it was just the way he explained it. Cause it's not my story. It kind of moved me a little bit. And I went, you know what? Now I, God damn it, Pat Monahan. Now I like the song even more. Before it was a closet song. Now I'm going to talk about it with Steve. Well, um, <laughs> I think the song that you played me is not bad. It's not. But the, I hate But I hate the rest of it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I'm a little embarrassed that I like it, but I'm not because I like it. Isn't that weird? I, I don't have any songs like that. I, I think Anne Murray beats both of those. No, but dude. You nothing beat. No, Snowbird, Snowbird rules. Okay, stop. Um, it depends on the, the situation. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Anne Murray, unfortunately, and it sucks. You, there is, there's just something about her voice. It misses a cool thing that Karen Carpenter has. It might just be the songs. I am not as in love with Karen Carpenter as you are, but okay. I respect, I respect I, your opinion. Uh, okay. Here's the thing. We, we don't have time for that. We're going to get back to this conversation though. We're going to have to have a talk about Karen Carpenter with you. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, people. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I love you guys. I'm off to have fun with the familia. Have a good, wonderful celebration in whatever way you want. I love you. Peace. And my name is Dan. People, please. Don't blow yourself up tonight, okay? It's the 4th of July. I don't know when you're going to hear this, but don't blow yourself up. It's important that you don't, all right? Enjoy this, though. Listen. Spread your tiny legs and fly away. That's what I would change the lyrics to. Anyway, you've been listening to another Patreon episode. This actually counts for June. Sorry about that. I already explained it to the people that matter. And that's you, the patrons. We will be back very soon. we got two more shows for you this month. And thank you so much, as always, for your continued support. Again, I'm Dan Ramirez. That's Steve Hudson. We're the Heroes of Noise. Be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. And spread your tiny wings and fly back. See you. Take the snow back with you wherever it came from on that day.